Today with Joseph Prince. God didn't send an angel to carry our, our, our sins and to bear our diseases. God sent His Son Himself to care. Praise the Lord. Hi, this is Joseph Prince. If the gospel of grace has impacted your life, I would like to invite you to join us as a Grace Legacy Builder today. As a legacy builder, you'll bring the gospel of grace to the world through our broadcast and digital channels and provide community and pastoral care through our online church. You'll be equipping families, churches, leaders, and pastors with the right resources to reign in life and bring grace to their communities. This is nothing short of a grace revolution that will serve our generation and the generations to come. Let's advance the gospel of grace together. Visit the link on your screen to be part of leaving a legacy of grace today. Thank you and God bless you and your family greatly. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, every time I come to God's house, and God's house is the many-membered body of Christ. It is not the building. It is when you come together. Amen? Now, you by yourself, in a sense, you are the temple of God. But when the Bible talks about the house of God, it talks about the house built for the many-membered body of Christ. It calls it living stones. Amen? Not rolling stones, you know. A rolling stones gather no moss but living stones. Amen. And why living stones? Because in Israel, when you put, you see stones and rocks all around. They are, they are all over the place. But they serve no purpose. But when you take those, those same stones and you put them together and you build a habitation, you build a house, those stones are now living stones. Amen. You are a living stone. So I guess that's probably how the family of David Livingston got the name from. But you are all living stones. Not only that, the Bible talks about living water. Water that is in a, in a cup is stagnant water. Water that is in a, a, a place that's isolated is stagnant water. But when water is flowing, when water is flowing, like the latter rain, it's called living water. Kaim Maim. Amen? Or Ma'im Ha'im. It's a very interesting uh, idea. Amen? Praise the Lord. You know, our lives is to be a constant flow. Our life must be a constant flow. Uh, one of the best, uh, you can call it like this, but uh, I, I don't like to call it medicine. But medicine, you know, in medicine, one of the best medicine is movement. Amen? When you move, instead of just holding on to the part of your body or just being sedentary, sitting in the office uh, all day, if you get up and move, amen, you got to move it, move it, okay? You just got to move it, move it, amen? So when you move around, something you find the pain, all right, leaves, amen? God designed you to move. God designed you to flow. Can I have a good amen? amen. And that also brings us to the prayer in, in, in the Spirit. The Bible says, do not neglect the gift of God and stir up the gift of God that is in you. Amen. One translation says, fan into flame the gift of God that is in you. If you look at that, at that word down there, that word can only mean a gift of the Holy Spirit. You don't, you don't stir up the Holy Spirit. 
So the, the word for the Holy Spirit in the, in the Greek is different. So that, that particular verse says, stir up the gift of the Holy Spirit, one of His gifts. And the only gift that you can stir up at will is praying in tongues. And the, Bible, and the next verse, you know what the next verse says? For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So every time you stir up the gift of the Spirit in you, every time you go, the rivers of love, the rivers of power, and of sound mind. Sound mind there is an even keel. That means poise. Poise. Mental poise. That means you are steady, cool, calm. Amen? And yet there's power and there's love. So saints of God, family of God, do not neglect this gift that's in you. Let it what? Flow. Amen? Let it flow. And at first you'll find it hard, especially if you stop for some time. You'll find like you're cranking, you know. Then you stop for a while. After a minute you stop. And you find that everything is, everything is telling you stop. You know who is behind it, right? You'll hear voices saying, like, you're just making it up. It's all gibberish. Don't stop. Continue. And then you'll hit a gazer. You'll hit something that... And it becomes a flow. You enjoy it. And now you can't stop. <laughs> Amen? So let it be a, a, your life, a life of constant flow. Amen. And you'll never know when God will use you. Amen? Amen? The Bible says, I love the way Jesus said it, out of the belly of the believer shall flow rivers of living water. Amen? So we come to Jesus. He says, if any man thirsts, and we are all thirsty all the time. Amen? For him. For his presence. In one sense, there's a thirst in us that's been quenched forever. The thirst for eternal life. The thirst that can only be found in him. But every day we love to be in his presence. Now I'm not talking about the fact that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. But you know something? Those that are close to him, who draw close to him, there is a closeness in terms of relationship. We all have the same standing before God in Christ. But there are people who are closer. There are those who are drawn to salvation, but there are those who are drawn to the Savior. It is Himself. You know, when Jesus said to Zacchaeus, today salvation has come to this house. He's not just saying, I, I just gave you the gift of salvation. He's saying salvation Himself came to this house. It is the person. When the Bible says Himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses, Himself, the focus, even though the work is amazing, it's a great work, of carrying out diseases, but it's himself. The focus of that, of that verse, even in the Greek, it is himself. If only we have a relationship that's in touch with him all the time. Amen? Some of us, we are the righteousness of God in Christ, but we are out of touch with Jesus. We are out of contact with the master for some time. And we feel, we feel a drying up. Amen? But, but when you're in touch with Jesus, you know, when you open up the Word and, and you talk to Him, and, and there's a connection that's made. And it's like a electricity. You can feel that, you know, when, when the, 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 wires are, the wires are all in the right place, you feel the connection. The light comes on. Amen? You can feel it inside. So, that's what I'm encouraging every one of you to have that closeness. Amen? Many serve David. Many in his kingdom, there were many warriors, many mighty men. But some did things for the kingdom. But there were some who did things for the king. Amen. They loved the king. 
and these are the tree, the mighty tree. They did nothing, I mean, took no territories, killed no enemies, amen? And yet, they brought David the water he longed for. Hearing the longing of his heart, no enemies were destroyed. No lands taken. Yet, they heard the cry of David, how he longed for the waters from his hometown, Bethlehem. They heard it. It wasn't even a command from the king. It was just a desire and they got it for him. They loved him. Do you love Jesus? It's himself. In the Hebrew, surely he has borne our diseases and carried our pains. In Isaiah, surely he, the focus again is on he. Surely it is he. It wasn't an angel. God didn't send an angel to carry our, our, our sins and to bear our diseases. God sent his son himself to care. Praise the Lord. Okay, that was free. That was a bonus. Thank you, Jesus. Just felt like... And when he comes again, don't forget, for the Lord himself will descend. The Lord what? Himself will descend. He's not just saying, hey, Gabriel, go ahead. All right, Michael, go ahead. For the rapture, you guys are in charge. I'll come back for Israel seven years after. No, the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with a voice of an archangel. Amen? We are waiting for that. It can happen anytime now. Praise the Lord. So we are continuing our series on the grain, the wine, and the oil. And... Um, Today, I want to continue a bit more scholarly because I feel that if we don't touch on some of this uh, um, breaking up the word for you, what's going to happen is that when you study the word or when someone comes and presents you that part of the word, you are caught and your faith won't be the kind of robust faith that God wants it to be. So I'm going to share with you some Greek words. Interesting, right? It's all Greek to me, but uh, we all study it together. Okay. Are you ready for that? And uh, you can leave this place and have some bragging right saying that, hey, I just learned Greek in church. Don't have to go to Bible school. All right. So uh, these words that I'm going to share with you are very important because they appear many times. When you read your English Bible, your English Bible says judge, judgment, judge, condemn, condemn, having damnation. It seems as if some of these words appear in the New Testament and then the believer for those who understand that we are no longer under the law, but under grace. The reason we are no more under the law, listen carefully, the law is good. Sin is bad. We are no longer under the master sin. And we are no, Romans 6. That's in Romans 6. Because of what Christ did at the cross. We are no longer under the master. Sin is, is portrayed as a master in Romans 6. We are no longer under this master. And that is the personified, okay, in Romans 6. We are no longer, sin has no dominion over us. We are no longer, our bodies are not to be made available to sin. Sin has been disposed of as our master by the cross of Jesus Christ. That is Romans 6. Romans 7, the next one, says that we are delivered, we are dead to our old husband. Law is not master, but law is our husband. That's even closer. The Bible says we are not under the master sin. We are no longer married to Mr. Law. Law is our husband. Sin is bad. Law is good. We are not to operate under good and bad. We are to operate under God. We are to operate under the power of the Spirit, being led by the Spirit. 
This is the Christian life. Why are we no longer under the master's sin and no longer under the husband law? Because we are dead and risen. Sin has only power over people who are not dead, people who are natural, over all the sons of Adam. They all sin because sin is master over them. Law, especially over the Jewish people, law is, is a Jew is born into the law. Okay? And, and all of us, actually, we are not, technically, we are not under law, but the law is written in our hearts. So in a sense, uh, we also understand the law, but we are, not, we are no longer married to Mr. Law. And the law can only speak to people who are alive. The law can only speak to the sons of Adam. So you and I, listen carefully, whether you feel it or you don't feel it, this is the reality of what happened when Christ died for us on the cross and rose from the dead. And today is at the Father's right hand. We are to, today, listen, we are in Christ, dead and risen. We are to reckon ourselves dead and risen. But Pastor Prince, I don't feel like I'm, 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 I'm living the resurrection life. Well, brother, you are. Just like one guy told a pastor, you know, pastor, I always thought that uh, on my wedding day, something dramatic is going to happen uh, at the altar and all that after you pronounce those words. But pastor, when you said, I pronounce your husband and wife, nothing happened. The pastor said, what do you mean? I don't feel anything. So the pastor dragged him to a small corner in the room. He said, son, listen, you're married. Whether you feel it or you don't feel it, you're married. You understand? Amen? That's a good pastor. How many can say he's a good pastor? Come on, encourage me. Praise the Lord. Amen? So whether you feel it or you don't feel it, you are dead and risen. You are on the other side of the grave. Judgment is behind you. Death is behind you. The grave is behind you. And that's why for the believer, we are not to look forward to death. The posture of the New Testament is always to look forward to, to see the Lord. Even Paul at his time was looking forward to see the Lord. We do not know when the Lord is going to come back. It seems like uh, uh, we are getting closer to those, uh, that, that particular event. And uh, in fact, all the signs for the rapture, there's no uh, signs. But actually, all the signs, even Israel back in his nation and all that, and uh, all the prophecies seem to be in place. And church, we are looking forward for the rapture. What is the rapture, Pastor Prince? Perhaps you're new. Well, rapture means you get a brand new body. Amen. A body that's forever young. Amen. And you have muscles in that body without having to work hard like Pastor Lawrence. <laughs> and you look really, really handsome, guy. Guys, Pastor Mark, wherever you're, you are, listen. All right, you look really handsome at that time. Amen. All the ladies will look very beautiful. Amen. We'll still recognize each other except the parts of our face that has fallen. <laughs> All right? We'll no longer be. Amen? Amen? Turn to your neighbor's mind. There's hope. That's the rapture for you. And God is so courteous that God will ch uh, change your body before He brings you through the heights, <laughs> through the universe. Because in our new body, we cannot be afraid. Amen? So He changes your body before He, trans he, he uh, beams you up. Praise the Lord. So we're waiting for the event. The Bible says it's going to happen anytime. And all the prophecies of the Bible have all come to pass. So listen, we are dead and risen. We are, so to speak, we are living for God. We are, we are actually, you know, if right now, I bring someone from heaven, an angel, and he comes here to live. I mean, they do it all the time, right? He comes here to live like a man. Okay? They do it all the time in, in Korean dramas. All the time. Okay? With special powers. But Hollywood has been doing it for some time with Clark Kent. Right? So we bring him, bring the angel here to live a normal life. How do you think he will live? 
amongst us. He will dress like us, yes, go to work like us, but except for this quality. When you're with Him, you sense a heavenly atmosphere. He lives a heavenly life. When, when He hears profanities and all that, you, you find Him like, you know, He's not in it. He's above it. When someone says bad things about Him, He's above it. He just smiles and, and moves on. He's not too petty to come down to the level of that person. He lives a heavenly life. He doesn't bear grudges. He's generous. He's loving. That's the heavenly life. That's the life we are called to live. So we are dead and risen. We are to live this life. We are to live the heavenly life. We're not to live the life of the law. Even the law is good and holy, but it, was, it has no claim over someone who is dead and risen. It's only for those who are alive in the natural. And the Bible says, for that matter, even though we are in the flesh, the Bible says you are not in the flesh. In other words, God is not looking at you in the flesh, but in the spirit. So smile at your neighbor and say, I'm dead and risen. Yeah, this is better than any TV drama. Amen? Any, all the series heroes and all that. You, and you all have special gifts. For real. All that just fiction. Amen? Okay, please, let me go to my subject. Okay? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Now I want to read to you a testimony. When I start off first with testimony. This is a, from a lady from Texas. Pamela from Texas. And she shares... My mother was ravaged by Alzheimer's disease. She was debilitated to the point that she did not recognize her family members. All right? Cannot recognize the family members. My father told me she was even beginning to wonder who he was at times. My parents lived with me so I could see the daily moment-to-moment struggles and hardship. It was a miserable existence for her as well as for those of us trying to care for her. There were times I just missed my mom and I wished to see her well again. Then one day, my sister shared a praise report with me after following Pastor Prince's teaching on Holy Communion. So I immediately began to partake of the communion with my mother. Praise God, Jesus healed her mind and set her free. My mother went to bed. Listen, she went to bed that night And on the third night, after receiving the communion, she woke up the next day looking 10 years younger. All the things she had forgotten how to do, she is doing again. She remembers who we all are now. She has stopped repeating herself. Now, just because you do this doesn't mean you've got a problem, okay? This, this, this problem is actually very prevalent among Singaporean parents. <clears throat> she has stopped repeating herself, something she used to do from sunup to sundown, and it's a complete joy to be around now. Praise Jesus for His finished work on the cross. We are still rejoicing that she is back. I have asked her about her experience, and the best she could describe was that she was lost and trapped. But that's all over now. I'm so happy for my mom and our family. I'm writing so that others may have hope from what seems like a disease that offers no hope of recovery. Nothing is too big for the finished work of Christ Jesus and I praise Him for it. Now my mom will ask me if we are going to partake of the communion. So I partake of it with her every day. Thank you, Pastor Prince, for your teaching on the finished work of Christ Jesus. It has freed my mother. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, more and more, we are receiving all kinds of testimonies uh, of how the grain and the wine 
Amen. The, the broken body of Jesus and his shed blood has brought amazing, amazing transformation, amazing miracles. Lives are being set free. People's, people who are addicted to drugs. In fact, uh, I have a testimony. I may just read it afterwards. But uh, people who are addicted to drugs. You know what? I'll do that right now. How about another testimony? For those of you, because I feel that in a church, not just uh, people outside, but in church, sometimes there are people who are bound to, to tranquilize us. They, they need it to calm themselves down. Now, we all know this is not the best because you have the peace that Jesus left with you. Amen. You can take other medications, but for tranquilizers and things that calm you down, you know, I'm not condemning that, but I'm just telling you, there is a brother here. His testimony, let me find his testimony. We have a few testimonies here, but uh, yes. Joel, his name is Joel from New Mexico, United States. I've had a very bad, I've, I've had very bad panic and anxiety attacks since I was about 12 or 13 years old. When I was 14, I was put on Xanax, a narcotic pill that is very addictive. So if you're on Xanax, listen. Through all those years, I prayed and believed God could heal me, but I was very fearful of God. I was told that I'll be sorry on Judgment Day because of all my sins, so I stayed away from church. I first heard God speak to me at the age of 31. At that time, I had fearful thoughts and suffered chest pains and dizziness. I was so scared to travel that I did not leave my house for about a year. I felt like the man in the Bible who cut himself and hid among the tombs. It was a scary time for me. God told me countless times to listen to Pastor Prince. Alright? I'm saying God told him. I'm just reading. <laughs> Don't go out here and say, oh, he tell people to listen to him. <laughs> right? God told, God told me countless times to listen to Pastor Prince. Finally, I searched for him online and started listening to his sermons, which left me speechless and crying. I had never heard the true gospel of Jesus Christ until then. I heard a clip of his sermon on the Holy Communion. As I said, I was on Xanax for anxiety. God spoke to me on how to receive the communion in place of taking Xanax. Now, I did not come off Xanax right away. Okay, listen carefully. I want to emphasize this part. I did not come off Xanax right away. It took about a year and a half. I would cut off some of the pill and partake of the communion daily. Declaring, as your brain is, Lord, so is mine in this world. As your brain is, so is mine in this world. Now I'm 34 with no more panic attacks and have been free of Xanax for two years. All glory to Jesus. I also started going to church with my wife and children. I give the Lord the praise. Amen. amen. Praise God. That's one more little testimony from him. One day before church, my left testicle hurt so badly, I went to the emergency room. They checked me and said it was a cyst. Before surgery, I asked my wife to get me some crackers and juice. Before surgery, I asked my wife to get me some crackers and juice from the hospital cafeteria. I told her that we were going to receive the communion and believe in faith that the cyst would disappear supernaturally. So we partook of the communion while waiting for the doctors to come and get me for surgery. When the doctors came, I requested that they check me again. And I thanked my Abba that they found nothing. The cease was gone. My family and I watch Pastor Prince on TV every morning. And we love to partake of the communion after listening to, this, to the sermon. I've also seen many of my family and friends change because of Pastor Prince's teachings. And may God bless him. Praise the Lord. God bless every one of you. 
with a similar testimony when you start partaking communion. Amen. Amen. The Bible tells us that Jesus went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. Can you see that his heart is always to heal? In fact, he has designed a special way for you to receive his healing, health, and wholeness today. Today, for the first time ever, receive Joseph's book, Eat Your Way to Life and Health, for your gift of any amount to the ministry. Discover the power of the Holy Communion and God's healing promises that will release life, health, and healing to you. Here are some testimonials of people who have read this book. Doctors told me it was unlikely the cancer in my breast would be gone, even with surgery. But as I partook of the Holy Communion daily, I was completely delivered from the cancer after surgery. I now partake of the Holy Communion with a greater revelation and have been healed of a painful, frozen left shoulder. We believe that you will be greatly blessed by this book too. And for a gift of $75 or more, you'll also receive the new Unlock the Healing Power of the Communion CD and DVD series. Learn how the Holy Communion is an intimate time of remembering the Lord and receiving His love afresh. I'm praying for you and believing with you that you will experience the Lord's healing and restoration more and more. God bless you. Request these powerful resources today. Call us toll-free at 877-901-4300 or visit us at josephprince.org. This month only, join us every day for Church Online, a time of worship, Holy Communion, a word from Joseph Prince, and fellow Grace believers to experience it with. I believe that there is a corporate anointing whenever we come together to worship the Lord as the body of Christ, even online. Daily services throughout the month. Visit gracerevonline.com and join us for a grace-filled church experience today. If you are concerned about your employment situation today, maybe you are between jobs or you are worried about losing your job, would you allow me to pray for you right now? Lift up your hands to the Lord. Father in heaven, I ask in Jesus' name that you put those who need a job in a position where they can thrive and succeed. Put them, Father, in a place of influence where they can use their gifts, the gifts that you have given them. Give them favor with their employers and make them the head and not the tail. Father, I ask that you give wisdom and favor to those who are at a crossroad and you set the crooked path straight for anyone who's facing unemployment right now. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you experience your superabounding grace in this area. And I thank you, Father, for answering your people exceedingly above all they can even ask or think. In Jesus' name, amen. My friend, I encourage you to keep tuning in to our broadcasts. You can watch our program online at josephprince.tv. It is a great platform to consume the gospel and allow the Lord to bring you from defeat to victory in every area. And with josephprince.tv, you can watch our broadcast on all your devices 24-7. Sign up for an account today and we'll send you an encouraging teaching resource as my gift to you. God bless you. Next on Joseph Prince. Jesus died for you. His blood has been shed. Can I have a good amen? Joseph Prince Ministries is a Section 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible for the amount that exceeds any fair market value of the materials you receive from us.